Live from sunny California, sunny New York, sunny New Orleans. Sunny Brisbane. Sunny Brisbane, that's the one. It's the Gob Show, starring Gobblatula. Hello. Uh, hello. Gob here. Uh, let me tell you what guests we have on the show today. We have uh, Mr. Stuart Jip, straight from the sunny old Brisbane. Yep, happy to be here, Gob. Yeah, and we got uh, Mr. Grizzlegrax straight from sunny old Brisbane. That's certainly where I am. Happy to be here, Gob. <laughs> He's yeah. still happy to be here. I'm glad. <laughs> Special musical guest, Scott Adams. I'm going to play your trumpet. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready to go. Oh, no, fuck. Can't keep that up too long. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, with no disrespect intended, that's why you didn't get the job for the late show. Yeah, I got it for the early show. You would- <laughs> yeah. My, my show the called show. Uh, The Early Bird Gets the Worm with Gobolatula. If you haven't, if, to our listeners out there, if you haven't tuned in to that show uh, that Gob's been running, it's because it doesn't. It's a talk show that starts at 6 a.m. on weekdays. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like all the guests and you were really tired. It's just kind of like, so I hear you're in a new movie. It's been Sorry, a what, what, day what, working with coffee? Tom Hardy. Is that coffee? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder's a real piece of work. Uh. <laughs> it's like that character, Longresto. Yeah, Longresto. It's just a Longresto. You have any kip? I don't know why it became Mario. Hey, yeah, they replaced the Mario voice with just some guy who sounds exactly the same. What's the fucking why? What's the point? Uh, um, because replacing Charles Martinet's throat meat is too expensive. Martinet. Charles Martinet. Yes, me, AI Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Related to items in your cart. <laughs> um, Recently purchased items include spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> It's <laughs> such a lame joke. It's, it's super lame, but that's why it's good. Spaghetti and other meatballs. Woo-hoo. I see you got that spaghetti, but no meatball. Just a little mama used to make. <laughs> AI Mario demands answers. Oh man, yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Why have you done this? Answer Mario. That's not the sauce Mario recommend. Why you buy this? Get it out of here. Clear cart. AI Mario has become a sentient. Woohoo! AI Mario shopping experience. The curious game and the only winning move is not to play. Woohoo! <laughs> I, I found the shine. I actually really like the idea of the AI Mario shopping experience. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in an earpiece talking to you the whole time you're at the grocery store. May I suggest, may I suggest uh, the coins? <laughs> the coins. No, that's the warrior shopping experience. Wow. <laughs> Give me your coins. Just the idea of buying coins from your grocery store like they're a produce item is what's making me laugh. <laughs> like, like they sell them by the scoop and you put them in a bag. 
dispensers they have in some <laughs> stores. Yeah, exactly. Like they got the big clear case full of like cashews. This one's just full of gold coins. <laughs> oh, they're sold by weight, honey. People who buy this item also buy a mushroom. <laughs> I buy a mushroom. Yeah. I buy a mushroom. I become marginally larger. I hate the mushroom. Canonically. Oh I, I forgot about that in the fucking movie. <laughs> nothing that happened nothing that happened in that movie actually happened as far as I'm concerned. The whole thing was fake. It wasn't even none of it was even real. I really like the cut of the trailer where Mario comes out the pipe and lands in the Mushroom Kingdom and then grips his chest yes, and falls that on the ground. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I wish I could find that again because that is really funny. And then there's the slow zoom out of his corpse. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely credits. flawless. It's like the second best thing that's ever been in a trailer for a video game movie. The number one best thing was the the shot for the Sonic 2 movie trailer where you've got a full screen of Tails with a sniper dot on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, the Tails with the absolute laser right between gift. his eyes. What a gift that was. <laughs> There's also the the extended cut of the Mario movie trailer where Princess Peach is like Mario more like stupid idiot face get Yo. back in that pipe and go home I need a real man oh who's this guy I'm a Luigi hey. And then uh, it's this whole plot line where Mario's going to beat the shit out of his brother Luigi to prove he's a man to Princess Peach. And she's all this like really old school at all. (laughs) Just like he's going to beat the piss out of Luigi and it's not going to impress the princess. And the audience knows that. But Mario doesn't. (laughs) It's a futile study of toxic masculinity. Exactly. It's like Raging Bull, right? Mario, let me tell you, you can't just go and beat the shit out of your brother to impress a, a woman. You can't beat the beat shit out of so your bad. brother. That's your brother. I beat them up so bad mama no recognize him. I put him in the wheelchair. I crippled my brother. I put him in a box. Six feet under. He sent one of mine to the hospital. I sent one of his to the morgue. <laughs> Luigi, this Sunday at the pay-per-view, I'll see you in hell in a cell. <laughs> Mario, I don't even like Princess Peach. I, I, you, Mario, I, I, please don't make me do this on TV. <laughs> Mario, I, I am your brother. I love you. Ma- Mario, you're a Mario. I don't want to take a bump while you throw me off of the cell. <laughs> yeah. Throw him off the top of the cage. <laughs> yeah. you know, as God a- is my <laughs> witness, that plumber is broken in half. <laughs> He's he throws him off, fight, he, ladies and gentlemen. He goes to the fucking the announce table, and then he just goes. <laughs> gets a bit smaller. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask because we had talked about Mario and Sonic in the same breath and Tails and Luigi. So I'm wondering what you guys' opinion is on uh, which which pair has a better dynamic, Mario and Tails or Sonic and Luigi? I mean, Sonic and Luigi, I'd say, by far. Like, I mean, Mario and Tails. I mean, Tails is just a pissy little wanker and Mario is a complete cipher. It's nothing. Luigi has just, like, actually got a personality, and so does Sonic, so it's definitely those two. As far as I'm concerned, Mario and Tails can just fuck off and die. I hate them. 
<laughs> so what's Mark. Luigi's personality being scared of ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> same as mine. Sonic. Exactly the same as mine. <laughs> oh, okay. What are you? Well, sorry, I thought I just I thought I just saw a ghost, but it was just my curtains. <laughs> oh, that was a relief. I'm so scared of ghosts. Crazy. <laughs> Some kind of strange blue creature. But there's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call it? Mario! <laughs> it's me, Pecora! There was something strange in my neighborhood, and I called Mario, and he never showed up. <laughs> Mario on the streets, Waluigi in the sheets. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Did somebody mention the coins? Oh, I love the coins. I love them coin. Big fan of coin. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta say, when I see a coin, I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. When I see the coin, I touch my groin. (laughs) That's the sugar the Wario likes. (laughs) Give me that sugar. Waluigi's putting his ungloved hand directly into your bowl of sugar. Jesus Christ. His fingernails are all gross. Ew. I'm not changing my mind. I don't want any I don't want any of the sugar. I will you have can, a couple of coins. You can have it. <laughs> you have sullied it with your touch. Yeah, that's what Waluigi he knows what he's doing. He just wants the sugar. He takes it back, he packs it into his sugar wall that he's been building for years. God <laughs> knows why. Bricks. God knows why. It's horrible, sticky, it's oozing everywhere. It's like infected the entire like first floor of his house. And he doesn't let anyone see it, but you can they know it's there. It's horrible. And uh, well, Luigi's disgusting habit. You know, he I'm doesn't kind of pic- <clears throat> I'm kinda of picturing it as like the blood wall from the old uh Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Johnny the Homicidal yeah. Maniac comic. That's what, I was, that's what I was thinking of there, yeah. <laughs> he takes the sugar and, like, dissolves it into, like, a thick slurry mm. and just smears the, it on the wall. If the, sugar get, if the sugar comes away, it releases, like, a, uh, a eldritch abomination from behind the wall. The sugar-based demon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. Um, I, I can't think of any. <laughs> Di- diabetes or something. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes, that's great. That's like the great philosopher Pedophiles. <laughs> it is like the great philosopher Pedophiles. Diabetes. Give me your sugar. I mean, most living things have sugar in them, so yeah, if, exactly, this thing yeah. is just, if this thing can extract the sugar from your body, it would fuck you up. If, if this thing gets out, oh boy, we're, all, we're all in trouble. I mean, it's a good thing that it's not real, is it? It's not real, is it? It's a good thing that only Waluigi believes in this thing. But Waluigi's not real either, is he? There's uh, such a thing as Waluigi. Uh, no, listeners, no, write in and Italian. tell us whether or not you think Italians Waluigi's Italians are real. mythical creatures. Oh, he's Italian. Okay, I gotcha. Like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, that's like fucking Narnia, right? Mm, yeah. Narnia! It's me, Narnia! It's just as real as Narnia. Holy shit, there's some kind of a big fucking lion here. And look at what they did to my boy! The lion I mean, is he's allegory for the Jesus. <laughs> as Have you ever actually met an Italian? Italian think about it. <laughs> Have I actually met an Italian? No. Never. No. Mm-hmm. No, I've only ever seen movies about them. I just I, one day I wonder what it might be like if Italians were real, and I get quite scared actually. 
Right. Yeah. Like, what I, if one time there was an Italian? You'd be like, no. If I ever saw Tony Soprano, like an actual Tony Soprano walking down the street, I would fucking scream. Like, seriously, imagine if Italians were real. Oh, my God. No, I don't want to imagine that. What a occupational hazard that would be for just life. Remember the episode following of, you around um, at the grocery store trying to get you to buy spaghetti and shit? It's like, come on. Do you remember the episode of Scooby-Doo where they uh, took on the ghostly gondolier in Venice? That was quite frightening because it was in Italy. It yeah. was set in a fictional, fictional location. Yeah, but because Scooby-Doo itself is fictional, that cancelled it out and they both became real? I don't remember that part. Mm, yeah, well, you know, maybe, maybe it only happened in the UK. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it was the UK cut. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was the UK, Italy, you know. The Venice of the UK. <laughs> Getting on a gond- gondola and, and, you know, gondolering down the, the canals to get to Greg's to get a pasty. Nice. And the next door is the bookie so you can, you know, put, put, put a, lay- a lever on some GGs and maybe win a tenner. Or ruin your life with gambling. Yeah, Ooh. I'm okay. I'm okay with either of those. Heinz. Um <laughs> so where it was quite timely really, because they've announced there's gonna be a Nintendo Direct tomorrow with forty minutes of, of winter games, which is quite exciting, you know. Mm, winter Mario. games? Yeah, winter games. The games releasing in winter, not specifically winter <clears> themed. <throat> We're not See, getting Mario was... and Sonic in the Winter Olympics or something. I, I was expecting games that are specifically winter themed. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's not what happened. I mean, there's uh, Mario Wonder is next month, and the Mario RPG remake is the month after. So yeah, exciting year for Nintendo there. Yeah, the the Wonder game actually looks interesting. I like the more cartoony sort of take on it. The port of Dilbert's desktop games, however, not forthcoming. I watched a, oh. like, like a Let's Play of one that was like Dilbert is a kid in the game. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. The little young Dilbert. Yeah. Dilbert I, babies still make your dreams come true. Nice. <laughs> I hate Dilbert babies. I hate that idea. That is horrible. And yet it's so wonderful. It's like, it's like uh, so much more boring version of the boss baby cartoon show. Oh, Let's baby get more babies in here. <clears throat> boss baby grew up to be the fucking dickhead boss in Dilbert. I mean, the boss baby's doing a ride for himself. What's Dilbert doing? Nothing. Spinning his wheels. <laughs> what do you mean? He was he was reborn recently. Oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. And he and he said hell, didn't he? Which is a yep. swear word. Which you know immediately takes away his born again. You could sit a swear. <laughs> Hey, Dogbird. Fuck. Hey, Dogbird. Pussy. (laughs) You shouldn't talk like that, Dilbert. Hey, Dogbird. Penis. (laughs) I'm calling the police, Dilbert. Hey, hey, Dogbird. I'm going to say the N word. Nards. (laughs) Nards. <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna say that in when the new Batman movie releases. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 
Oh. <laughs> a valid question. <laughs> Was it not Pedophiles that once said? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Was it not Pedophiles who once said, "What time do the schools get out?" Just asking. Just asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. Are there any children's play areas around here with the black CCTV? Just asking. <laughs> what do you for mean? I am there? My wife is We've been together for 13 years. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Did we get this Dilbert comic out the way? Can we, can we get this out of here? Can we just uh, do something with this little Dilbert comic that's stinking up like the Dilcast Studios? Obstruction. Dilcast Studios in sunny Brisbane. Mm, oh. Yeah, I'd love it out here in sunny Brisbane. The sunniest. <sighs> you know, I was taking a walk through um, uh, sunny Brisbane earlier today, actually. And uh, you know what I saw? Well, they've opened up now. What? Uh, Dilbert? Uh, Gundam store. Oh, really? Uh, a Gundam, Gundam store? With, and I went into the Gundam store and I was like, what's this all about? And the guy was like, well, <laughs> it's models and it's called Gunpla. What are all these little fellas? Yeah, what's, what are, what's, this, little, what's this little guy? What's this little guy's name? Is, is this some kind of agricultural <laughs> equipment? Uh, this guy's name is uh, ZXR74. Huh, that's not easy to pronounce. My favorite hey, Gundam is the ball. I have friends who are into Gundam, and I don't begrudge them that because everyone's into things that I don't understand, and vice versa. But the, the thing with my so Gundam, angry. it does. The thing with my with my Gundam friends is that if the subject is ever broached, it has to be like physically, not physically, but like it has to be viscerally like contained because it's it's inevitable it's going to turn into being talked at about various aspects of Gundam of which I know nothing. But the mm. other day, I did concede for the first time in, say, 10 years, I, I decided I would buy a Gundam. And I own a Gundam now. I have this Gundam in a box to build. And it's like, what if I like this and I've just wasted my life? Yeah, I saw you bought, like, the Sandrock custom. Yeah, I, I liked it because it had two, like, side things. I was like, that's cool. I, that's, that's exciting. You know, probably, you know, it's probably a farming robot of some sort. It's, it's, a, it's like a Qatar, I think, the sword. Because it's got that curve in it. You know those guitars that are like double guitars, you know? <laughs> yeah, those guitars, man. <laughs> They're delicious, man. <laughs> Wait, no, no. A guitar is something else. I'm thinking of like a sim... Well, maybe it's a guitar. Or guitar a is, guitar or is when you can't clear your throat. <laughs> guitar is like when you take the thing and it's got the strings on it and you make it music. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. Correct. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, uh, D Dilbert, you know? Dilbert, yeah, let's, should we let's, do the dill? Let's, let's dill it up. Dill it on! It's dill time! <laughs> Alright, uh, I can be Dogbert. Uh, Gob will be Dogbert, and Stu will be Dilbert. Okay. And I'll narrate. Uh, today's comic comes to us from the far-off year of uh, the past. 1989, July 7th. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen some July 7th in their lifetime. Is that June? You're right. It is June. I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Forgive me, please. 
1989 is a tremendous album by Taylor Swift. <clears throat> 1989 was the year I entered this world. Nice. I'm I'm kind of dreading seeing what the Dilbert comic that came out on my birthday is. I haven't looked at it yet. So let's. I mean, I, guess, I, mean I, just, I guess it's probably pretty poor. It's yeah. I mean, it's probably definitely going to be four out of five stars. <laughs> Which is a low score for Dilbert, since it seems to be the only score for Dilbert. Yeah, 4.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. So what's the story with today's exciting Dilbert comic, then? In today's exciting Dilbert comic, we have what looks to be Dogbert, sitting on what looks to be a chair, at what could possibly be a drafting table. He's got like a right angle measure and a pencil and his chair looks like the like his chair looks like a swiveling chair, like a like an office chair. Maybe he's, he's mm. maybe he's at Dilbert's desk, who knows. But he's got a little paper in his hand and he's and his tail's wagging. So he's, you know, he seems to be clearly pleased with whatever it is he's drawn up. Mm. <clears throat> and he says, "The designs for my revolutionary new home defense systems the designs for my revolutionary new home defense system are now complete. Uh, I <clears throat> in the next panel we get a shot of Dogbert and Dilbert. Dogbert has clearly handed what he was working on to Dilbert, and they're both just sort of standing in this. What what would you call that color? Like a like a um, dull lavender. Yeah. Just like this dull lavender void. It's like the pink paper, carbon copy paper. And Dilbert's looking at the paper the Dogbert has handed to him uh, with a bit of perplexed bemusement. And it's he kind says, of a, It's sort of a puce, isn't it? It's like a light sort of puce color, isn't it? That's what. I yeah. Would, I yeah it's, anyway, it's, sorry, that's not what he says. <laughs> it's, pronounced, <laughs> it's pronounced puss. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, he says, um, well, this is very detailed, but where do you think we can find this many flying attack porcupines? Panel three, uh, Dogbert seems that Dilbert's comic has comment has seemingly gotten Dogbert's hair up in a dander because it, he, he's looking a little ruffled and a little angy. And he's just walking away from Dilbert, who's not even in the panel anymore. He doesn't have his paper. He's got his little angry eyebrows. And he's just, he says, just try to get a compliment out of that man. Is this the most upset we've ever seen Dogbert? Yeah, I'd say so. This Dogbert is rattled. This Dogbert is pissed. He will kill a man. I just feel bad yeah. for Doug, but like, you know, he would, I mean, it's remarkable that Doug wrote this stuff down, you know. <laughs> remarkable enough that the dog was capable of putting if these the thoughts to paper. If the dog were to jump up onto my desk chair and lean on my desk like that, regardless of whether it wrote anything down, I would consider that quite remarkable. Yeah, I'd say it was cute. Yeah, but no, the, 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 I mean... I feel like Doug Dilbert should say to Doug, but your flying attack porcupines is nothing more than irreverent whimsy. It's a pipe dream, Doug. It's, it's nonsense. It's never going to happen, my friend. You're a bum, Rock. <laughs> 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 
I'm just trying to get these attack porcupines to protect the home. I never I just gotta get real close to the microphone and just I'm gotta beat up I gotta beat up this guy, Homer Simpson. I gotta go beat up Homer Simpson. He's a fucking loser. Huh? Oh no. Not Stallone. <laughs> That's the guy from Rocky. <laughs> well, it's famous director Sylvester Stallone and actor. And? How are you in Springfield? Hey, hi. Hello, Homer. I'm Slice. Wow. This is my real voice. I'm able Lady to talk normally in this world. <laughs> Homer, did you see my movie, The Expendables? Yes, I saw movie. <laughs> I watched it one time. I saw the movie. Ooh, mm, expendable. I have such a one. I I really dislike mm. how after a while Simpsons just like mm. episode after episode episode celebrity guest cameo like Mm. as themselves and it's just like jesus it really it is not good i mean i've I've been thinking about the simpsons lately like i always do but it's been interesting because when i went through watching up to season like 28 which is where i'm up to now and it's really each their own i know some people like it but from my perspective it really just is fucking dreadful uh like it's really just not funny or likable and very annoying um and I went back to the years, the sort of Mike Scully producing years, like seasons 9 through 12, when it was really being shit on at the time, online. And that stuff, by comparison, is like a breath of fresh air. It's so funny by comparison. And it's interesting to see just how bad things got. But mm. that was like the peak years of just kind of like, Wow, Kim Basinger! Wow, Celebrity! Mm. Hi, Homer, I'm Celebrity, and I'm here. Are you here to help? I don't know. I've got a movie coming out. <laughs> go see movie. I'm in it. Hey Homer, hey Homer, go see Apollo 13. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Make sure you go see Deep Impact in theater, kids. Don't listen to him. I had a Deep Impact in the bathroom this morning. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm flashing back to a horrible nightmare I had last night. Oh, Excellent. Nice. Was it that we were recording a podcast and doing home voices? Even worse. I I had a dream. I had a dream that I took a shit so huge. It was like the world's hugest shit. And I guess like for some reason, the turd was like purple, which uh, was pretty odd. And you ate a lot of eggplant. Maybe, but like, I guess it was purple and it was covered in fungi because, yeah, it was fucking disgusting. It's like, for some reason, I just didn't notice that like it hadn't flushed after like years. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, how long has this damn thing been in here? 
And how am I going to get it out? It won't fit down the little little hole. Yeah, one of those this tiny. Is, uh, this is awful. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but it was it really fucked me up. I was like, "This is disgusting." The big purple shit dream. Yeah. Yeah, it was we awful. Had one of those, man. Yeah, we've all been there. Don't worry. That's like psychology 101. And I was oh, like, man. The- it's like, I'm going to have to like, how am I going to get this out of here? I'm not like, I'm not, uh, you get it. Mm. It's, it is traumatizing. Then you got to use a pocket. You got to use an actual pen knife to cut it up. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a very Seinfeld scenario. If you think about it. Who left this huge shit in my toilet? I get this out of here. Jerry. Leave it to me. <laughs> it's a evo- Jerry. It's it's evolving, Jerry. It's evolving, Jerry. <laughs> Just leave it. It's evolving. Man, it's a microcosm, this. Jerry. You can't fuck with it. Kramer, you can't say F U C K on TV. Shut oh. the fuck up, Jerry. This is bigger than that. I've said worse, Jerry. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> he has. Jerry he fucking looks directly into the camera. Warren Fed, have you seen this turd? I can't do the Costanza voice. He's, 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 no one can. <laughs> Jerry! No. Never mind. <laughs> Troll. Bring in, uh, yeah, classic Seinfeld. Classic Seinfeld moment. Classic. You, you gotta get an excuse to get every character into Jerry's bathroom to look at the turd. Uh, we Seinfeld enjoy. We sign. Seinfeld enjoyers, maybe in the audience. Yeah. yeah. Any any fans of the uh, the 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 sitcom Seinfeld? <laughs> the the most long form performance of Much Ado About Nothing. So, um, total twelve here, but thirty years of the X Files, folks. That makes me feel kind of old. <laughs> I imagine it does, you oldie. Any fans? Any fans here? Any any X Files fans besides X-Files me? X Files is cool. I haven't watched too much of it, but I always had an appreciation mm, for what it brought to the scene. Mm. Yeah. I like, I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I do big fan of Letter X for one. Um, love yep. me files. I love the got, word the. Got me cabinet full. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. It's the dumbest fucking joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, love them files. <laughs> X, a mm, little iffy, but the files. Do you oof. remember the great philosopher, X Feliz? X Feliz? The X Feliz. <laughs> Fex Feliz. No, it's the X Feliz. <clears throat> and he used to, like, um, he used to, like, solve mysteries and shit. Gob, did you did you watch the X Files? Gob, you look up some quotes from ancient. Not X-Files, religiously, just black bars. <laughs> Has there ever been another show with, with one of the other letter files, like the A files or the the M? Murder. Yeah. The P files, petty theft. <laughs> the P files. Public peeing. I used to watch it like after the. Well, we got reports of piss. It was on After the Simpsons, was it? Yeah, I think so. Or before. I and forget now which a, one. a brand new Simpsons where Homer meets the great philosopher Pedophiles who has some weird ideas about his son. And then, in a brand new X-Files, the X-Files meet the X-Files. 
<laughs> there was that philosopher ep- with some funny ideas about Scully's son. <laughs> it's <about> Scully's son. <laughs> yeah, William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. He's like, William. He's still out there. <laughs> Mulder, Mulder. It's William. I'm fed up with him. I'm bored of William Mulder. <laughs> I'm fed up. I'm bored. So does the, well, so the audience. So does the audience, Scully. But there's nothing we can do about it. Speaking of pedophilies, I watched the um, what a segue! Happy, happy, joy, joy. The Ren and Stimpy story. Oh, that! Oh, the the documentary. Yeah, yeah. How did you find it? Um, I mean, it was it was it was educational. Um, John, that one's Ren and that one's Stimpy. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, that's all I need to know. Hold on. Why are they, there are other people talking about this stuff. Uh, I am happy that, like, they had, like, all the old school, like, team members yeah. um, that were part, like, Bob Camp and uh, mm-hmm. Billy West was there for a moment. And, um, you know, the Nickelodeon executives and... Uh, yeah. Um, John Kay was all over it though too. He was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, old cartoons, good new cartoons, bad. Yeah, and then uh, you know they went into John Kay's uh, less than cool uh, tendencies. Oh yeah, he's screaming. Like, yeah, he's like, ah, yeah. Now that I think about it, she might have been too young. I'm like, yeah, Jesus Christ, come yeah, on, it's not great. <laughs> it sucks because Ren and Stimpy is one of my favorite things ever. That original run, I absolutely love it. What a thing to say so casually. I watched Sven Hoek the other day. It's oh, just yeah, an incredible piece of animation. Like from the yeah. first shot, I'm like the, the opening shot makes me laugh out loud, and all it is is just them sitting there, and then it's just literally. Gee, Red, it's time for my appointment. And then he just presses a button and a horse's ass comes out and kicks him in the face. He goes <laughs> flying across the screen, smashes into the wall, and then starts going like... <laughs> it's like, what is, what is happening? It's just wonderful. It's just pure stupidity. I was actually watching some Red and Stippy the other day. Um... I I was thinking about the the one episode where like hairballs become as valuable as gold. Oh no! <clears throat> and I was like, you know, I remember that being like an episode that really stuck in my brain when I was a kid. So I'm gonna watch it again. And I liked that uh, Ren had like a big lummox nephew in that one. <laughs> Which the Lummox is like one of my favorite archetypes from Red and Stimpy as like a species. Yeah. I love that they're just these huge fucking like hairy fat teamsters that just sort of exist <laughs> in this quasi intelligent state. <laughs> is that one of the episodes without John Kay? Uh I couldn't tell you. Um, I remember that episode in particular because um, I made the mistake of watching it while I was like staying home from school sick and I was like violently throwing up all day and then (laughs) then seeing that episode denial. So uh, for those who don't know, that episode features Stimpy like throwing up hairballs repeatedly throughout the episode to produce yeah. these valuable 
hairballs. And so I was like, oh, God, now I'm going to do the thing he's doing. <laughs> so. But that episode in particular, the way it ends is is something that I, I, I felt like I was misremembering. Because it's like, oh, we made Stimpy hork up too many hairballs, and now his hairball gland is fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. And, and Red's just like, when the cat's hairball gland is gone, it's over. And and then Bubba Lummox is like, it's over. And then they're all just like, hey, it's over. <laughs> like suddenly everyone's like smiling and dancing and the episode is then over. It immediately ends. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, they don't write shit like this anymore. <laughs> those first, those, yeah, that was, that was from season two. I, I double checked it. Those first two seasons are just like, they're the ones with John Kale on board with Spumco. And then it went off to Carbon Car after that. And everyone says it got much worse. And, and it did in a sense, but it was still very entertaining. Um, I mean, I, I still love the end of Sven Hoek when it's literally just they're all in hell and the devil just goes, so you whizzed on the electric fence, didn't you? Yeah, whizzed on the electric fence, eh? So just marvelous. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, you like this game, do you? Yes, we love it very much. <laughs> My collection of rare, incurable diseases. Violated. Violated. Oh, it's so good. It's so marvelous. My opera records. Bubblegum. gum. I haven't watched my dinosaur droppings. I had the DVDs a while ago. Yeah, I have the DVDs the first like two or three seasons. Yeah, I I do. I mean, my one Stimpy's invention is one of the best cartoons I've ever seen in my entire life, and yeah, it's really good. Watched every so often, it just it, it must be watched. Um, I, I mean, I try and think of like classic sort of cartoons, and honestly, nothing comes close to the response that it gets out of me than Ren smashing his own head in with a hammer to the tune of the Happy Happy Joy Joy song to try and free himself from forced happiness. It's actually incredibly emotional. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's some hardcore it's, shit. It's, it's great. It's re- yeah, I get like tearing up thinking about it. To be honest, it's just like holy shit. This is like. I don't know if he meant it to be that, but it's a lot. <laughs> like, uh, but it's still brilliant as well. I, I love it. They're uh, full of glue. To circle back around to Sven Hoek again, I yes, Olek, you are Sven. <laughs> I love the uh, the little rant that sequence that Ren has at the end, where he's just like, "Oh, so, what so, I'm gonna do to you? What oh. I'm gonna do to you?" First, I'm gonna tear your lips out. Gonna tear your lips off. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. And then the bit that they cut out. Like, then gonna... I'm gonna gouge your eyes out. That's what I'm gonna do. It's so violent. Yeah, I I can't believe I still can't believe that they got that on TV in hindsight. I mean, I fucking ate that shit up as a kid, mm-hmm. but like, man, psychodrama. It's I think amazing. the only, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, Space Madness is the real, like. Uh, oh, or yeah. Is it, or is it, is it the Hyrule one where, where Ren is talking about his hands, how easily he could end it or something? No, that's the fan club one. That's Simpy's fan club. 
Oh my god, it's so horrible. <laughs> we You've don't just been like visited. You've just been visited by the bloody head fairy. <laughs> that oh my god, Sven, no, Sven Hoek is just like absolute. That, that, that sequence awful. with the bloody head fairy actually spooked me when I was little. It is weird. It's it's really weird. Um, I think the only thing that actually got like cut from Ren and Stimpy when it went out was the powdered toast man burning the Declaration of Independence or something. Or the US Constitution. He was allowed to reduce the Pope to ash. Yeah, he was. He was allowed to like gra- cling tenaciously to my buttocks and all that stuff. Um, and also, and also maybe castrate the president with his own zipper. <laughs> Please, sir. We just want to sell some nipples. <laughs> Rubber nipples, eh? Hmm. I love that scene so much. Call the police. Call oh, the yeah. Police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't say I've got a use for rubber nipples. Mm. Well, rubber mm. walrus protector. What was it? Yeah, do you have any uh, rubber walrus protectors? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what was really fun was the Sega Mega Drive. It was Sega Genesis Ren Stimpy game. That was really fun. I never played that one. It was good. Like one player was Ren, one player was Stimpy, and all the moves were you like slapping the shit out of each other, interacting with each other, and like to do a high jump. Like Ren would grab Stimpy and squeeze him, and he would like fart you up. It was great. Oh, nice! It was fun, you know. Like when you had to dig through the ground, like Stimpy would grab Ren and use him like a shovel. (laughs) It was really fun. Really fun game. (laughs) Um, yeah, worth checking out. I have yeah. very, I have very dim memories of those Reddit Stimpy games because I think my Most neighbor, like one of my neighbors, had them, and uh. we would like go to their house uh, in the morning before school, like but before the bus came, because you know we all got on yeah. the same bus, so we just hang out at their house in the morning. And I remember watching them play it, and always asking if I could play it because it looked like really cartoony and colorful. Like yeah. that was definitely one thing the games got right was yeah. it looked like the subject matter. The, I did a video a while back of, I do a series called franchise and lows where I go over every game in like a, based on a series on, on license. And, uh, I did run into Stimpy and, um, playing them wiped me out because they're that, like most of them are terrible, really horrible, mm. like easily made games. And I did all the recording and I couldn't bring myself to the good commentary. And I just ended up deleting the whole episode because I was just like, I can't do it. I can't talk about these at length. There's nothing to say about them. They're just not good. And it's a shame. And the weird thing is, with hindsight, I don't mind them as much. And I wonder if maybe I was just being too fussy. You're nice just, a little fussy like, today. Well, like, when I did the game, when I started doing the, I, did the, I did the Game Gear directory. One of the games that I hated back in the day, back at the time, was the Game Gear game, Quest for the Shaven Yak, and it's actually all right. Uh, I thought it was fine. So I guess maybe I was just being in a, a little bit... Maybe I was hungry or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you hadn't slept very well the previous night. I haven't slept very well last night. I had like less than three hours of sleep, but I'm doing okay. I haven't slept in eight minutes. But, uh, I, oh, I like sleep. <laughs> I like sleep too. I'm especially tired this morning because number one, my duty nightmare. Oh, number boy. two, I I woke up to the sound of one of my cats puking in the other room, and I was like, I noticed it, and I'm like, oh, I gotta clean that up, don't I? Do I wait for tomorrow? No, I should clean it up now before it 
seeps into whatever the fuck it was puked onto. Mm. Another little cat anecdote. Did you find it? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, it was on the welcome. Covering most of the walls, like three quarters <laughs> of the walls purposes. It was spattered across the ceiling in a dramatic pastiche of <laughs> you, know that, you know that Simpsons joke where they clean the kitchen and then the door shuts yeah, as it rocks closes there again? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. I was laughing really hard at um, the clip. Uh, it's one of the Halloween specials where for absolutely no reason Homer's dressed up like a hobo. And Marge's like, oh, you going as a hobo? And he's like, going where? And then later, the kids need batteries for the TV remote, and they haven't got them, and he's and Homer's sitting there with a fucking harmonica and just going, Mama took those batteries, she took them away. Mama took those batteries, size double A. And then does like a little harmonica solo, and Bob just slams the door in his face. And the thing that makes it funny to me is there's not normally a door there. They just added it to the house for that joke. <laughs> like, so, that, so Bart can slam the door in his face. And I just love stuff like that. It's like when you see the rumpus room in a Simpsons episode. It's like, yes! The rumpus room! Oh my god, the Simpsons means a lot to me still. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> How can it not? Do you remember the episode where Homer met the great philosopher? I'm going to stop doing that joke now. <laughs> Uh, Homer met the great what? Greek philosopher Diabetes. Mm. Diabetes. Homer, what happened to your leg? The Greek philosopher convinced me to cut my foot off. He said I'd be healthier. Homer, if every Greek philosopher that comes in here tells you to do something, you gotta be limbless. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta no. be like, there's a bunch of guys just waiting to come in and convince Homer to cut his limbs off. An episode, it's like that episode where Homer goes on disability, except he's convinced himself to become a quadriplegic. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to lose weight in the fact. Oh. <laughs> oh, Ooh. man. And then, he, then, he's, then he's got the workstation set up and he's typing with his tongue and he still can't find the any key. <laughs> 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 oh, this is thirsty work. Where's my tab? <laughs> oh, I pressed the tab button. Oh, I love that guy. That episode is just like, oh my god. It's it. Well, it was kind of re- unrealistic because I, I like the kiss off line from Bart at the end when he says like, for one stats, Bart prevented the release of toxic gas. <laughs> the very very childish fart joke, but I love it. Do you I love the you one. Sorry, go on. Uh, I love the one where they're they're on the school bus and like uh, all their friends are making fun of their dad of making fun of Bart and Lisa's father uh, named Homer. And (laughs) they're like, he's not some crazy food monster. You guys lay off my dad. And then meanwhile, he's just speeding. He's driving an ice cream truck, speeding towards the uh, plant, and he's eating an ice cream cone. He's like, oh, oh, so oh, that's raspberry. He's like, mm, raspberry. <laughs> yeah. I love. I remember that line. He just goes, oh, that's raspberry. <laughs> Lisa <laughs> looks out the window. It's just like, ugh. Remember the episode where um, Marsh farts? Bad. What? There's a joke. I saw it yesterday. I was watching an old season nine episode with Ralph Wiggum, and at the beginning they go to like a dealership, and Bart, for some reason, belches. He burps like you know, Bart, Bart, funny Bart burp. And Marge goes Bart, and then she farts, and she goes, "Well, that shut me up." 
Yeah. I don't remember that. Actually. It's like that's a weird joke. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I always like I always like the one. It's, uh, it's weird. It's weird that women fart. Yeah, because I don't think that, I, I I don't know. It's weird. I don't like to think of them having like anuses. They they don't have any organs. <laughs> they're just they're just devices. Hey, there's just a bunch of stuff in here. <laughs> What's all <of> this? <laughs> fucking, like both arms deep in an open body cavity. He's <laughs> like, "What's all this?" <laughs> hey, it's mostly sawdust. It's mostly old grocery lists in here. <laughs> hey, there's shopping in here and shoes. <laughs> there's there's shopping in here. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what I, 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 what I have been watching lately, like seriously watching, is Daria. So I've never seen it before, and it's actually brilliant. I love it. Oh, yeah, I my, like that show. My husband likes Daria. It's um, really well written, like shockingly well. It's not what I expected at all. I thought it was going to, I mean, I would have liked it if it was this, because I don't mind that kind of humor, but I thought it was just going to be like snarky, teen, like uh, obvious sort of thing. But it's really heartfelt and really warm and nice. And it reminds me of King of the Hill a little bit. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. But I really like it. I like the fact that it, it just feels like fairly realistic in places, you know, the, the way the relationships work. And yeah, I, I think it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I'm into it. I, I wish more people would, would, would watch it. But yeah, I never I saw it I when it was it. first airing or anything. So yeah, I watched it way back in the day. And I, I was actually surprised as well because it's like. You know, I, I, I remember Daria from Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? They're going to make a show out of her? Daria, cha cha cha. Yeah, but like, it was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess they did make a show out of her, and it's pretty good. Mm. I, saw it a tw- I saw a tweet the other day that was like, the funniest thing ever is when, but- when Butthead speaks in like this. And, and I have to agree. <laughs> this when is the coolest butthead, thing I've ever seen. I have seen the top of the mountain. And it is the good. Be- I mean, the Beavers and Butthead movie is one of the best movies, like animated movies to me. It's just fucking great. Come to like, I don't understand how they ma- come to Butthead. I don't know how, how they managed <laughs> to make that work for like an hour and a half. It's insane. <laughs> but at the end, when Butthead falls out of, he gets thrown out of Chelsea Clinton's window, lands in a bush, stands up, and there's like 16 ATF guys all training their guns on him. And he just goes, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I love it so much. It's one marvelous. I like the moments of lucidity that he has, but also yeah. his he has funny, funny lisp voice. He does. I, I just think that he's a. We must find this butthole who took our TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit that right at the beginning, just like um, first time I saw it, just like doing my head in laughing, like getting a headache. How hard I was laughing at it is when. He's sitting there trying to figure out what's happened, and he's just looking at the window oh, yeah. that's broken. The footsteps going into yeah. where the TV was, where there is now no Back TV, and then the, the footsteps going out open. He's just going, uh, uh, uh whoa! Beavis, they just figured something out. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the wheels are turning so slowly. <laughs> uh, uh, no. We're in Washington. We're going to score now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to score now. Yeah. <laughs> we're never going to score. It's just not going to happen. At least it's I know it. They scored a million times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That was great. That was really good. 
Oh, what, what a fine movie that is. What a fine film. Travis and Bobhead. Love the the old the old lady that is sitting with Beavis. And she's oh like, yeah, he's like yeah. just gobbling. Oh, her there was a lot of slots in my. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, she's. <laughs> hey, but hey. this chick is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. There's something yeah. just so endearingly like innocent about them, despite the fact that they're horrible. But they're just so like they're just sweet. I don't know. There's something about them that I find sweet. They're only like malicious to each other. Yeah, the complete godlessness of it. But like for for the most part, when they're interacting with the public, it's just all reactionary. But I still love when Anderson's talking in the new in one of the newer ones, and he just goes, "Could you like shut up?" Yeah. <laughs> it's the idea of sitting in class and saying that so casually to the teacher is so funny. <laughs> oh god, yeah, Beavis and Butthead. The, the new stuff they've been doing has been brilliant. Like the the first I'm, season, I thought was a tiny bit shaky, and then the second one came out, and it's just been like wall to wall ten out of tens. I I have to agree. I watched a handful of the new episodes the other day on a binge, and I was like, "This this holds up. I'm impressed." Yeah. Good it, job. Mate. I think my judge just can't really fuck up. That's 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 my perspective. Although I when like he's bringing Butthead do the universe, that was fun. Yeah, that was really good as well. Yeah, it was shockingly good. In fact, I mean, I I knew it would be good because it was Mike Judge, but I didn't think it would be as good as it was. I love the that's the future smart beavers as well, but who were like mm, very jocular, yeah, most amusing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very jocular. <laughs> yeah. They're really funny. I like them. I like the episodes where they're like old as well, like just like future beavers in my head as well. Like uh, old man beavers in my head is really funny. Do you remember <laughs> the one uh, where Beavis like cries and but and but spends his entire life going? You were crying. <laughs> <laughs> it ends with them in the nursing home, just like, "Hey, Beavis, you were crying. Why is not? Why is not Something in my eye. <laughs> yeah, tears. <laughs> Shut up. It's just that. It's just that delivery. It's just that tone of just. You were crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. I love him so much. Bringing back all the MTV cartoons, they need to bring back Three Self, <laughs> which nobody even remembers. What's I that? certainly don't. Oh, Three South was Mark Hanteman's show before Border Town, and it's really weird. It's like set in a college dorm. Um, it was quite funny, uh, but do you remember Border Town? Vaguely, really short, one it. season, really short-lived <laughs> Fox show. I, I, I was like, ugh, this this, this well, just looks like I wasn't into it. There's a bit in that it killed me where the main it's like Hank Azaria playing the main character. He does like the the general. And it's, I think it's a Dukes of Hazard thing where you slide across the uh, the front of the car. Oh yeah, and he does that, falls off, and like there's this horrible cracking noise, and visibly his spine pops out, and he's just lying there. And he just goes, "Did it look cool?" <laughs> and I and I found that funny, and I remember that joke quite fondly. But uh, yeah, it was all right. I, I'm I'm the, weirdly the upset. Freddy got fingered joke. I love Freddy got fingered so much though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what a fucking He's a molester. He's a child molester. <laughs> proud. Proud. <laughs> Just proud. Proud. <laughs> proud. I'm gonna make you proud. Make proud. proud, boy. Proud. Make me proud. proud. Make proud. me proud, son. 
Get the fuck out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I think it was great. The, that, that movie hooked me immediately because when like him and his adult friend are mm-hmm. on like the little skate ramp and he just fucking destroys his leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Tom Green goes into fucking turkey panic mode, but then also like stops to lick the exposed bone. <laughs> <laughs> he gets down on the ground and starts <laughs> laughing at the wound and I'm like what the fuck is going on here I have to watch the rest of this movie I mean I never watched it when I was younger because it had such bad reviews and I just ignored it and then I saw on YouTube about maybe 10 11 years ago the daddy would you like some sausage daddy would you like some sausages I'm like I'm watching this movie yeah, the, it uh, such a debate. The, the, the visual, the, the sound of the discordant piano in time with the sausages moving up and down. Just, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, this is perfect. I have to see this. I saw that it in bit. theaters. I think I mentioned this before. I saw it in theaters. Mm. Uh, when the little kid got injured, I don't know if this makes me like a sick person or whatever, but when the little kid got injured and his like fucking teeth are falling out of his mouth and he's screaming. I, I, I laughed so hard in the theater, I almost fucking passed out. I don't know. <laughs> I would have, too. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I remember I, I rented the movie. I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, but I rented it. And I remember that shit just had me, like, pissing myself laughing. I put it, it's, it's one of the sort of, what I, what I guess what I would deem a misunderstood comedy, along with something like Kung Pao Enter the First. Oh, yeah. Um, which I also which I, love. It's it. Kung Pao was such a fucking good flick. There is a joke in Kung Pao that is one of those things that's so breathtakingly stupid that I can't imagine how someone even came up with it. And it's just this bit where there's a long shot of Master Pain walking through the city with his thugs, randomly beating people up. And there's one guy who looks really jovial, and they voice him over, just going like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And they just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, it's so good. It just literally, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> but like, but the, but the stuff that everyone quotes from that movie, like you know that that's a lot of nuts. Um, I didn't notice till recently that there's like loads of Pringles cans on the the shelves of his store. Like, oh, that's really? such a dumb joke. <laughs> the They've Pringles. just CG'd in loads of Pringles. <laughs> didn't they do the same with Taco Bell? Or yeah, there's a Taco Bell yeah. bit in the movie. Yeah, when they do Taco Bell, Taco Bell, product placement with Taco Bell. Product placement with Taco Bell and Chirito. Macho, Macho Burrito. <laughs> I mean, I could just quote that movie like the bit where he gets his um, friends to beat him up and they all have the same voice. <laughs> that kills me as well. Just, oh God. What a stupid film. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one bit that always stuck with me from that flick was um, when Master Payne and his goons roll up on the two guys who are uh, ventriloquists. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm the chosen one outside the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like that's going to trick him and make him leave. <laughs> we are both ventriloquists, ventriloquists, ventriloquists. We are both ventriloquists. We practice every day. Yeah, I know. And then the end when they're strung up. I carry the bags. I carry the paper rolls. And when they're strung up as well, I swing a bit more. I swing a bit less. I swing a bit less. (laughs) (laughs) You broke a thermometer in my hand. (laughs) 
<laughs> you are insane. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't Good make movie. movies like that anymore. Mm-hmm. They really don't. I watched a movie the other day called Strays. It was absolutely awful. Because like I was in theaters. It, it's Will Ferrell doing like it's like Homeward Bound, except they say fuck. Uh, like, oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. It's really bad. Really, really just bad. Watch, just watch Isle of Dogs. I did. I do love dogs. I loved. I thought Isle of Dogs was like fine. I didn't think it was like top tier, but I liked it. I it really wasn't liked as good that. As, I, I've only seen it once, and I, I, I thought it was great. Like, uh, good, you know, it's it's Wes Anderson. I, like, I was always going to like it. Did you see Asteroid City? That was great. I loved that. Oh, oh, Isle of Dogs. Yeah, Isle of Dogs. Yeah. yeah. Like, like island, but uh, an even yeah, yeah, shorter yeah. word. Yeah. There's another, he's, he's got um, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is coming out on Netflix quite soon. Another Wes Anderson movie this year. It's crazy. Wow. They're all being very spoiled by this Wes Anderson fellow. Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of my favorite animated movies. I love it. I gotta watch that one. I know it's really good. I never good. got the chance to watch that movie. Oh, it's fucking... Oh, it's so good. If you like Isle of Dogs, you'll like that. It's so good. Mm. It helps um, that foxes are like canine adjacent. Mm. And this one's fantastic. That's what I hear. <laughs> From the title. <laughs> So um, yeah, um, have we got any more to to, to do on 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 this on this Dillcast? Have we got a sponsor this 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 episode? I believe we do. Yeah, uh, I, I, it's uh, right above the Dill comic. Should, should I, I read? I, should I should I read it? Because I've not been on for a little while. I think. Please help I yourself. To, I don't. I'll, I'll I'll give it a read. This this is our I'll, advert. We've, we've received an I'll, ad. I'll let you read this one. Thank you, Chris. Uh, okay, I'm going to read it now. This is the ad read for the advertiser who's, who's sent this to us. Um, ever wish your skeleton had powers? No, I'm not talking about your run-of-the-mill Wolverine adamantium skeleton bullshit. I mean, and get this, what if your skeleton could set itself on fire? Oh yeah, baby, this is what life is all about. Imagine, you're flipping burgers at your burger job and your boss comes up to you and says, you're just not cutting it, buddy, you're not flipping enough burgers. Then you snap your fingers and your entire skeleton starts burning and your skin and musculature and organs melt off in a pile of blood and guts and hellish grotesque viscera. As he's streaming, faced with horror he's never expected to experience in a thousand lives, you say, you can take this job and shove it, pal, and walk out. Call 1-900-MIX-A-LOT. The butt man is afraid of skeletons, so if you say skip, he'll run away, and the foam will fall into the hands of the great wizard Reginald. He'll peek into your soul, and your heart will sign a contract. Simple as that. Congratulations, you are now a skeleton which is on fire. Amen. Well, there you have it. The great, great. Richard Reginald skeleton service. <laughs> I've been getting a, I've been getting a lot of mailers from the great wizard Reginald. Like he just keeps teleporting them into my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're advertisements for his services, but he, he's like, you have to pay me in gold coins. And I'm like, I don't have any fucking gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did somebody mention the coins? I love the coins. Oh, love the hey. coin. I, love, I love the coin. Free no, me the, the coin. Only thing, the only thing I love more than the coins it is a spaghetti. I put the coin in the spaghetti. Very good. I do that once. I break my teeth. Very good. <laughs> I'm so, a Mario. Uh, I have no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I have veneers. 
I have a denture. I have Ooh. a nothing. Uh, Luigi, I have Mario's teeth. I keep them in my safe. <laughs> ah, my Luigi, I have a too many teeth. <laughs> Mario comes around and is just like, Do you have my teeth? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the reality of that question. <laughs> Mario comes by and asks, <laughs> Do you have my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the idea of that. It's, it really, that really tickled me. I like the skeleton service. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds I might, good. I mean, I've been a skeleton before, but not not a skeleton that's on fire. Yeah, yeah I have. Yeah. I have not once had my entire skeleton covered in flame, and I think that Great Wizard Original is the man to fix that problem. I think there's something to this. There's definitely something to this for sure. I think that um, your life would have a certain je ne sais quoi. If you were a skeleton on fire. A je ne sais quoi. See, a je ne sais quoi is the I don't know what. I can't use je ne sais quoi in this because I would know exactly what it is that my life has, and it's the power to become hot bones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hot bones. Je ne sais That's the name quoi? of my first album. Hot bones? Do you know what the French for skeleton is? Um. Skelette. Skelette. Skeleton. That's a pretty not, good word. Not skeleton. So when they see one, they go, Sacre bleu, la squelette! La squelette de fer! That's the flaming skeleton, or the fire skeleton. And the skeleton I was... just lifts a finger and points at them and just goes, Ein heißer Schrei, Feuer, Feuer! <laughs> The burning skeleton to... can make your skeleton catch fire. <laughs> what it's were you trying to do, Gob? Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was I was using Duolingo to teach myself French for like a good half a year, and then I just I suddenly stopped. Like my dad died, and that day I was like, you know, I don't feel like learning you French know what? today. Fuck the French. My dad's dead. My my dad wouldn't want me to learn this language. <laughs> my father hated the French, and I'm respecting his wishes by hating them too. Yeah, and uh, maybe I should get back to it though. I, I learned un deux trois quatre cinq uh, whatever all that shit. Un deux trois quatre six seven un hot dog s'il vous plaît. Un hot dog, s'il vous plaît. Merci beaucoup. And you got to do the R in the back of your throat, that air. Yeah. When I, when I was in Prague, only, the only thing yeah. you need to say in, in, in Czech is den when you enter a building and then you just talk English because everyone speaks English. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Prague was great. I was drunk the <clears> whole time. Yeah, I used posted pictures. It looked like a fun trip. Mm, I enjoyed myself. I, w- I wouldn't mind going out. Have to I told you guys about the KGB music? Yeah, say it again. I, 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 I saw about that on here because I really, really want. I think I should re- get a, a record of it, like real Ooh. quick, if that's okay. Go but right on ahead. I want to tell you about the, the KGB museum because I think the people need to know. If you haven't been, if you ever go to the Czech Republic, if you ever go to Prague for any reason, for the love of Christ's sake, go to the KGB museum. You will not regret it. It's the greatest museum ever. It's just this completely insane Russian guy who has loads of KGB stuff that's probably all fake. It doesn't matter. 
And when you walk in, he will come and he will say to you, come back in an hour, come back in half an hour, come back in two hours because I'm in the middle of a tour. And he gets so many people coming by that that's just constantly happening. The tour is being interrupted constantly so he can go to the door and say, come back in half an hour. But anyway, <laughs> at the beginning of it, he's, he, he puts up this footage, this propaganda footage of Russian like uh, military display, of you know, propaganda. And he's just like... 16 million Russians die. Stalin winner! <laughs> and then he puts on this Euro dance and starts dancing around the museum. And then the rest of the tour is just him showing you how to kill people with weapons. Well, it's just him, yeah. like, he'll just be like, This is like, you'll kill like this, a stab here, here. You take this gun, put it in brain. Yeah, pretty much. That is pretty much. The thing is, that is basically what it was. And it sounds bad, and it, and it kind of is bad, objectively, but it's one of the funniest experiences. I, I, had a, I was wearing a cap, and I had to take it off, like put it in front of my entire face so he wouldn't see that I was absolutely dying laughing. I think that he knows it's funny. I think he knows what he's doing. But, oh my God, it was incredible. Abs the, the, the guy, when he was bellowing, Stalin winner! And then just like, I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. And if you like drinking Pilsner Urkel, then come to Prague. I do like a nice Pilsner Urkel. Mm, mm, mm. I went to this place called Hippo, where the only thing they had was Pilsner Urkel. And nothing else. And if, if there was not one in front of you, they would put one there. And it was a constant process. It was good. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I would get, I would get nice and drunk at that place. Yeah, you have to get there when it opens because it's, it's one of the, it's like, there's nothing fancy about it at all, but it's so popular that, like, you won't get in unless you're there at the opening, basically. It was great. If you're not, uh, if you're not already there, you won't be there. Yeah, if you're not already there, you won't get <laughs> But yeah, eh, good place. Re recommended. Had a lot of fun. Good fun, you know. Is, if is, we have a new uh, deal cost on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to go on tour. Well, the London Podcast Festival is this Saturday, and I'm going to be there, but to see some shows rather than to be part of it. And maybe one of the, maybe one day there'll be a deal cast live. You know, maybe. Maybe yeah, deal cast live. Is is uh, Prague where uh, King Crimson came from? That yeah. uh, band and Pink Floyd. Yeah, Prague Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Genesis. Uh, what? Fuck. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba. I suck. Brown shoes. <laughs> oh. right. Yo, Stu. Pink Floyd. He's got some interesting opinions about the Jews. He probably shouldn't have asked. Sorry, I'll stop. Is, is King, do King Crimson and Pink Floyd come from the same family? Yes. The pink family. Uh, yeah. Is the alien Santa Claus? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Stu, yeah, you were, doesn't... you, you, we accidentally forgot to plug your stuff last. Oh, that's podcast. okay. It's not like so, I was there. So you get to plug your stuff twice. Today. It's not like I was there, Gob. Um, Hello, I'm Surajip. Uh, I do stuff for Retronauts, and I do a comic called Mary Hell that you can read every day um, at maryhellcomic.com. Hi, I'm Surajip. I do stuff for Retronauts, and I have a comic uh, you can read called Mary Hell uh, at maryhellcomic.com. Pretty good. Thank you. That was uh, I've got a book out. I should mention the book, shouldn't I? 
please. I've got a book out. It's called All Games Are Good, and it's out now on Limited Run Games. And the author copies have finally been sent out, so they should be with people soon. Uh, yeah, I got my copy give... a while back, and it, it's, it's really great at stubbing my toe on when I leave it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's I got a for. regular copy um, that I bought with money, Thank and now, now I'm going to get another copy that I can yeah. give to my mother and say, Mom, I am in Stuart Jip's book, the famous Stuart Jip of MaryHellComic.com yeah, fame. Very, very, very famous, yes. Old, old Stewie G from Mary Hell, England. Classic, <laughs> classic Jip. <laughs> and she'll say, finally, my son has made it. Did you oh, say the- Stuart Jip? <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging out with the gym. I don't know why I'm giving your mom this horrible crone voice. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> pretty mean. No, it's actually pretty accurate. Oh god, I'm so, okay. <laughs> you you spend time with Big Jip? <laughs> you? <laughs> a crumb bomb like you? Oh, <laughs> uh, not a not the sorry. CB word. Don't call it a crumb bomb. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if that like replaced cunt as the most offensive term in English language? Crumbum. You I would love that rea- hey, I would love to go to a timeline where that's the reality. No, R word something else. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Stu, <laughs> oh, you can't. Well, it looks like I just did. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> man, we're gonna get cancelled on the artist formerly known as Twitter. This guy don't give a <laughs> fuck. Hey, you know what he's going to say. My name is Twitter Jones. Uh, <laughs> I like to, to send out short little messages to share with my friends. Look, hey, my web- website forced me to change my name to X Jones. <laughs> I once had a website that I thought was pretty good. And um, it kind of got carried away from its idea. And... Uh, Look, if you can just go back to, you know, saying short little things that you want to share with your friends, that would be great. Hi, my name is Sydney Blue Sky. You know that song, Mr. Blue Sky? That's about me. Hey, that's uh, me. I'm, that's me, Sydney Blue Sky. And I'm a credible alternative to Mr. Twitter here. Uh, the only issue being I do not allow private messaging. There will be no sex on my platform. Thank you. <laughs> Invite only. My name is Facebook. Uh, Jones, and I'm here to tell you something. You want your information out there? You come here, and I'll put it all all over the place. And uh, your grandma's on my site, so if you want to say something to your grandma, you come on over to my website, please. <laughs> I I really like that voice. Hello, I'm <laughs> Gary. I am Gary Bebo. That's very like Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Oh, come on over to Facebook. Nice. Come on over to Facebook, Fuck y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm James YouTube. Um, look, if you guys got any funny home videos, uh, remember that site, um, America's Funniest Home Videos, but it's, it's, a, it's a website now. So come on over, put your funny stuff over on my website, and... Uh, we can get it on there, and maybe I, people will watch it. He went over and just like draped his arms around you while you're trying to eat in the food court. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, "You kids got any funny fails?" 
<laughs> any cringe compilations that you need to upload, please, please, you just please. Got any please. Cringe? How about a try not to laugh challenge number forty three? Uh, I'm Timmy TikTok, and um, I'm I want to show you guys a little something. <laughs> it's like a little Timmy dance TikTok. I got called "Do the Dilbert." Do the Dilbert. This is Scott Adams. Oh, this you is got Scotty it. TikTok. Oh no. Uh, yeah. uh, I gotta go. My, my, Scotty, my, before uh... you go, I have a question for you. Okay. Which of these challenges for you is the most difficult? For A, try not to laugh, or B, try not to come? Ooh, that's a tough question, because... <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> oh, I want to figure out how to say this without fucking... <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh and trying not to come while I answer this question. It's difficult because my balls are always filled with <laughs> laughter. I'm always on the verge of exploding. For I mean, I'm playing trying not to come right now, and I just come. So you know. Oh, so you failed. You're failing. Yeah, I lost. You get an F. To come. Yeah, I lost. You get an F in you. You, you grade F. I'll start. You know, it's like that old thing. You know, the game. You just lost the game. The whole thing. Uh, you're grade F comer. I am, yeah. Anytime, I have, someone, anytime someone says the word booby, I scream and everything goes wrong all over the place. Everything goes cream. wrong. I scream and I cream. I scream and I cream. And, I, that's I, how, I, and that's how my son was born that I killed. Get him, get him out of here before he messes up our office. Okay, yeah, bye. Yeah, for sure. But it wasn't allowed in Brisbane. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to play Trump to come again. Uh, oh, oh dear. I just lost again. You're so uh, bad at the game. You should stop playing. Anyway, it really sucks. It's really embarrassing for me because, like, every time I play Try Not To Come, I just almost immediately come, and I hate yeah. it. And every time I play Try Not To Laugh, I always come as well. Like, it's just awful. I mean, it's great, but it's awful, you know? Yeah. All right, well... The worst part is, is to stink. So anyway, let's wrap this up. <laughs> let's yeah. wrap, 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 wrap this up. All right, folks. Well, as they say all over the world, uh, have a Dilbert time with a Dilbert crime. That's uh, what they it's say. It's been lovely Dilbing. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Over Dilbert. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! Yeah.